The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Today's Blitz Rewind starts now. This is just one of the odds Wednesday. What are the odds that that lineup plays more than 20 games this year? All three of them? Wood, Cousins, Wall, and, uh, Oladipo. and, and Oladipo. So four so of them. four of them? Yeah. I'd set the number at 12 and a half. Feels about right. Because you're talking about four guys... Well, Wood hasn't had injury problems until this year, but yeah, Cousins, Wall, Oladipo, they've all had issues, so it'd be nice if it were more than that. I'll be honest. I kind of hope they trade Deshaun Watson. I'm there now, too. Especially if the packages that I'm seeing from these teams. Yeah, if that stuff is real, I'm good with it. I'm good with just starting over because, like I said, this team was 4-12 and when Deshaun had probably the best season of his career. This team is not a good quarterback away from being great. Start it over, man. I think the Texans could turn it around faster by trading Deshaun. I do, too. I think you could win more than four games next year. I think you win seven or eight games next year with the right guys. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. Ah. Our number three, 713-780-ESPN, your number 713-780-3776. Or get us on the Blitz Facebook page, send a message. Aaron will read it. Been pretty quiet on that lately. Twitter's at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R, at AJ is the real, at Aaron is blitzed, at Degenerates975. You can also text the show, you know the number for that. You can also watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. Missed the first two hours. That's some of what you missed. And then me wanting to Thanos snap California. Let me clarify it, Okay kidding i don't (laughs) sort of kidding no i'm just i'm just you're just josh i'm banging on california a little bit just because i was kind of doing it to set up the story i wanted to get into because yo adrian said hey i resent that i'm from cali and a diehard blitzer and please snap cali but edit out my mom she's a saint i said i'll I'll just tell all the cool people go to santa anita for the day dorothy mantooth is a saint (laughs) uh he said his favorite was hollywood park casino was next door it was just dirty you know what? There is still a Hollywood Park casino. Because I went there it's, uh, when, when we went out for the fight and I was going to go meet Norman Chad. Apparently, he's like a big deal there. And uh, they still have a poker room and everything. Yeah, but it was attached to the racetrack. In the old days, it was uh, like that. That's what I, that would be my spot because they had a poker room. So I'd go watch the races all day and then go play poker all night. And there was one night a friend of mine was out there and, and Jerry Buss shows up with two of the nicest looking pay-per-views i've ever seen one on each arm getting him some glory hole and and then we wound up sitting at the poker table with him later that night and um had a few adult beverages he was an entertaining guy um mr Nergesha, do you remember gillespie they got like three dates around gillespie's still running the gillespie county fair so and xbp says fred will let noah save all the good people in the ark before he snaps california isn't he nice yeah uh, now we're kind of getting into some godlike stuff. Uh, yeah, <laughs> biblical. Yeah, uh, and and I don't really like being compared to that. Anyway, I don't know if you saw this, and and, and actually, I think it's a good thing. Uh, says dad trashed on Twitter after whining that Austin residents are rude. Ooh, okay. Says uh, California transplant Brett Alder, A L D E R, 
if you want to look up his phone number like you did somebody else today. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't do that to anybody, even this guy. He, I don't know why you feel the need. There's a big difference between me getting on here and joking about California and somebody writing an op-ed piece for Business Insider listing his complaints about Austin, where he re- relocated with his family for work in 2015. Okay. Uh, you got in at a bad time, Bubba. Yeah, that's not wasn't the best time. But he says uh, he wrote that Austinites are rude. The drivers are reptilian brain terrible. Okay, that I, I, I agree. Yeah, nobody's going to argue that. Uh, services service at restaurants and rental car companies alike are generally awful. Um, the rental car I can see. I and restaurant service there's pretty good. At least I've never had any problems. Had a lot more problems in California. Uh, and he says, and a bland mo- monoculture prevails that leaves you with the feeling you traveled 15 years back in time. Hmm, okay. Um, Is he originally California? Yeah, he was from California, moved to Austin, then moved back to California. Okay. And he says, even though Austin is supposed to be outdoorsy, there are very few places to go due to the limited number of public spaces serving such a large population. That That's false. Um, There's, just, I mean, could there be more parks? Sure. Yeah, but drive 15 minutes and you can be in like in the hill country. And guess what? Drive 30, you could be in Bastrop, which has a great state yeah. park. There's all kinds of places around there. You just need to get your ass in your car, Alder. Uh, of course, uh, Twitter people got on him. Um, this is the most white privileged thing you will ever read, responded one. Here's who I agree with. I'm not even mad at you. I disagree with every word you wrote, and you came off as a total douche. But it convinces people to stay away, f- away from Austin. I'm here for it. Yeah, it's too late for that. Take as many of those people as you can. Yeah, and California back with you. Yeah, yeah, so all these guys that are moving to Austin because they think, oh, well, it's kind of... <laughs> I used to tell people, it's awful here. Yeah. Don't move here. <laughs> yeah, and, and I mean, I love the article. We don't need any more of you guys moving here. Yeah. We've told you, Texas is full. All right, we're full. Overloaded. Overfull. You know what's a great, great place to live? Vermont. Go there. Yeah. Yeah, go go hang out with Bernie. Montana. Joe, yeah. Yeah, go to Montana. You know what? You know what else? You seen be- that show Yellowstone? It's a good living up Delaware. there. Delaware. I bet Delaware's beautiful. Go there. The thing about Montana is like every time there's a California person there, they get killed in that show. That's true. So maybe not. Maybe but they listen, have the right way of controlling the Californian popula- population. Uh, we don't want to kill people. I, was, I mean, that was a joke. Okay, I'm never. I'm never gonna get the gauntlet. Okay, I don't even have one Infinity Stone. Yeah. There's no way I could pull it off. And you're not like a big strong alien. I don't have to be a big strong alien if I have that gauntlet. No, I know. To, I'm talking about to get the gauntlet. Yeah. Oh stuff. yeah. Because I'd have to go lop off heads and stuff. Thanos was able to go bully his way into stuff. I know because he was he was a badass. Yeah. You're not that. I no no I'm not. I'm very far from that. I I would be like his creepy uh, uh, associate guy. I can't remember his name. It's creepy associate. Yeah, you, you know the one I'm talking about though that looked with the stringy yeah. hair. Yeah, I would be him, but then once Thanos collected everything, I would steal the gauntlet and kill Thanos too. Because that's how I Look, roll. Thanos doesn't live in California. Uh, yeah, I'd <laughs> transport him there and then do it. Uh, and listen, Austin is not what it was. We all get that. But if you're from the Bay Area and you're talking down Austin, okay. Yeah, I got. I got. I've been to your place up there. It's not good. Um, but uh, I like the idea of not bringing people here. Yeah. And Austin especially is too crowded. Austin's too big now. 
Austin, it, it grew faster than it was ready to grow, unfortunately. And that, that was detrimental. Yeah. Um, Austin was cool, and it was kind of a small town. And it was a college town, and it was, yep. it was uh, the capital, and so you'd run into politicians and things like that, and it had a charm to it. It still has that charm, but the charm's kind of wedged in there now. And But the, the, the thing that's still cool about it this the whole not outdoorsy thing. Yeah, that's that's just false. Yeah, there's plenty to do, uh, and, and plenty of places to go. You just have to get in your car to do it, and of course the traffic's going to suck, but that's okay. Uh, so much, said, but, well, like it's so much better in California. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, but you know, we if you somebody on the, on the text line brought up a good point. If you feel the need to move to Texas, Odessa, Midland, yeah. Amarillo, he mentions. Hell, El Paso. El Paso. Brownsville. Yeah, El Paso is basically eastern New Mexico anyway, so we, we you're okay. Go ahead yeah. and move there. Move to Corpus Christi. Yeah, it's getting a little close to us. You know, I, I prefer to keep our, our satellites, right. you know, free of these Californians. So, like, nobody, no, don't move to Beaumont. Don't move to Corpus. Uh, don't move to Huntsville. That's too close. I mean, Corpus is like four plus hours. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. How do you drive? I got there a lot quicker than that the last time I went. But yeah, okay, you can have Corpus. I'll yeah. give you Corpus. Harlingen. Harlingen, you can have. <laughs> Palestine, you can have. Abilene. You can have Abilene. I don't want any of them anywhere. Go away. Now you know what you know what else you can have. Dallas. Yeah. Not Fort Worth. You stay away Dallas. from Fort Worth, but you can have Dallas. I mean, we're about to sell Dallas to Oklahoma anyways for the money, but. They can just draw a little line. It, mm, Dallas is Oklahoma, so <sighs> what's the difference? Uh, so the, the guy also complained several times about it being hot and humid. Who the hell doesn't know Texas is hot and humid? Shocker. And, and Austin is not even that bad. Austin is not humid at all. Yeah. It is hot. It is hot, yeah. It, but that's, you moved to Texas, bro. Don't be an idiot. Got to grind. <laughs> Breaking news, Texas is closer to the equator, <laughs> and it's hotter. Oh, yeah, people in Corpus say they don't want them. <laughs> Send them to oh, Dallas. Okay, Corpus. Got a grind. Says, like, you can make your town any worse. Jasper, Jasper is too close to one of the parks I go to. I don't want them there. Because those parks are all full now, too. That's the other Move thing. to Viter. <laughs> Californians in Viter. Oh, God. Man, See how that, long they all last. That is a sitcom that I want to write. That would be funny. Guy moves from San Francisco to Vider. Welcome. Oh, boy. 713-780-ESP at your number. 713-780-3776. I, I, I just I kind of thought that was funny that this guy had to go out and actually write an op-ed piece about how much he dislikes Austin. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I I think that's good. Let's spread this story out. Let's let people know. You know what? Texas is not so great. Don't come on in. I, I just, we, we don't need any more of you. Because at some point, guess what's going to happen? We're going to be driving around again. Traffic's already kind of sucking a little bit. It's nothing compared to what it was before the Rona. Imagine what it's going to be like when we go to that again. So, 
All right. But you know what? There is one great thing that you can come here and drink. That's right. You can get Carbach here. You can get Carbach in Austin. You know where you can't get it? California. Uh, guys, if, if you're looking for a, a great place, if you haven't eaten at Carbach yet, I highly, highly recommend you get out there and have yourself a good meal. Uh, they've got not, I'm not talking about bar food. I'm talking about like great gourmet chef steaks, great salads. Uh, Korean fried chicken is probably my favorite. Um, they've got some flatbread pizza, tons of great food to choose from. And while you're there, they've got a ton of beer on the wall, including some beers that you can only get at their restaurant, like some barrel aged offerings, some one-offs that you'll never be able to find anywhere else. Plus you can get the mainstays, of course, Crawford, Bach, Love Street, Hopadillo, uh, things like that, Southern Wheat. But if you want to try something something different, and speaking of something different, ranch water, now pretty much available everywhere. Have that if you're if you're looking to keep your carbs down. Ranch water is a great alternative. Follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And when you're out and about, make sure you pick up some Carbot. You're listening to the Blitz. Lock and roll, boys. On ESPN 97.5. You are listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. All right, I'm, I'm done making of our, fun of our friends in California. I thought it was funny. Um, I don't know why I picked on them today. I guess I was kind of bored with the Oklahoma. You were tired of getting picked on yourself. Yeah, that's true. That's You're true. You're taking revenge. Eh, not really. Um, I, I wanted to ask you about this because the... USA Today, of course, the don't play any games thing. Dan Wolken, probably should just be Dan Wolken, uh, came out and said that they shouldn't play conference tournaments. And honestly, all kidding aside, it kind of makes some sense. Um, so, I mean, if I'm going to bash somebody. Okay. Well, let's hear, let's hear his uh, reasoning. Well... First off, slow to come up. Um, why risk any more COVID cases? Because look at all the cancellations. When it might cause problems for the actual NCAA tournament, so why not just have your regular season champions go? If you need to have a playoff, do that. You're not going to be able to have fans at most of these, and, mo- and let's be honest, most conference tournaments, it's only fans of the. Either the host or, or the top team. Right, right. Um, but he says, anyone who's looked at a nightly college basketball scoreboard knows it won't be simple to pull it off. Every day, COVID-19 is hitting players and coaches, shutting down teams due to contact tracing and wreaking, wreaking havoc on the schedule, which you know. So the plan to bring all 68 teams to Indianapolis uh, and, of course, create a bubble is probably the best they can do. Is it going to be creating spreader events to put these all these conference teams in one place before that, or is that a bubble? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think he. Bring- I mean, it depends on how you approach it. Now, some of these school, like is the the Southland Conference and the SWAC, can they afford to the SoCon? Can they afford to put these like a, a legit bubble together? 
Probably not. Their tournament's not going to make them that much money. Could the SEC do it? Sure. Could the Big Ten do it? Absolutely. But well, here's here's a, here's another good point though that I and this is the one I'm more interested to get your opinion on. Not not that your opinion on that was stupid. Uh, so I do believe there will be some teams that opt out of conference tournaments, knowing they're a shoe in for the one hundred percent. Like so, if, if that's going to be your Baylor. Why? Why? You're Gonzaga. Gonzaga wins the 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 Big West every year. Right. It's not a. It's uh. Or excuse me, the WCC every year. It's not even a a doubt that they're going to win the conference. Gonzaga could play. They could stop. They could shut their program down today until the tournament, and they would still be a one seed. So, why play those four games or three games, whatever it is, that are unnecessary? And and the truth of it is. It could help those conferences. It could help with their money because, like, if Gonzaga knows they're in and they're, they're in a one-bid league, well, now it's a two-bid league because Gonzaga didn't play in the tournament and the conference champion's in. So now the league's got some extra dough. Now, there's not a lot of, a lot of leagues like that that are typically going to be one-bid leagues that have a, a shoe in, but there's a couple. The funny thing is guys like John Calipari – who's a notorious hater of conference tournaments. Well, this year, Kentucky's not getting in unless they win the SEC tournament. Probably going to change his tone a little bit. Uh, I I think it is interesting what they're going to do. I don't have a real firm take on if they should play him or not. I don't really care if they play him or not. Although, selfishly, it's a great time for me to make money. The conference conference tournament time is more profitable to me than the, the March Madness because... Now I've got data on these teams playing against each other, but if it if if it's going to jeopardize the big tournament, I'm fine with them not playing. I don't care. Well, like okay, if you're University of Houston, you you're going at this point. They're a good example. There's no reason for you to play that. Tournament. I don't know that they're. I don't know that that's a. Now it might affect your seating. I don't know if it's a one bid league. The AAC. I don't think it is. But yeah, boy, I'd, I'd, if it were, and I'm Houston, yeah. I'm good. Staying home. So I don't. Know, I just I, I was curious what you thought of that because for once, you know, because USA Today is the well, not the paper. It's a website, is what I read. So it's it's the website of shut everything down. These guys shouldn't be playing. And so when I first read the headline, I'm like, oh, here we go. Dan Woken again. And I start reading it. It's like, oh, you know what? Kind of makes a point. Do we really need yeah. the conference tournaments? If it if it risks jeopardizing. The NCAA tournament, especially. Maybe it's worth just saying, hey, you know what? Let's say Houston and Tulsa and Wichita State decide they're not going to play. Or two of the or two of those teams get COVIDs yeah. and can't play in the tournament. Then why have the tournament? Right. And, and I mean it's you know, for every conference you could you could make that same argument. Like if if in the uh the Big Ten, and the Big Ten has I mean the Big Ten's going to have several teams make the tournament right one way or the other but right now michigan is the they're at the top of the heap and their program is shut down right now if they say listen we're not going to play in the big 10 tournament you know they're going to get in anyway would you still have a big 10 tournament of course you would right i I don't know i I think every conference is going to do their own thing um it, it may be a better idea this year more than than others if you are in a conference like and this is going to be tough to tell the kids, obviously. But if you're in the the, the the Summit League, 
well, we're just taking the top four teams to our conference tournament yeah, this and, year. And that maybe that's what a lot of these teams should do, or a lot of uh, conferences should do. Because we don't want to risk that by playing these extra games that are really just nonsensical games anyway, that we're going to lose our eventual champion and then we're going to be left out of the NCAA tournament. We don't want that to happen, so let's just try and keep it as tight as possible, right? Yeah. Um, the MEAC, the, the conferences like that. What you, Do you really need all the, the teams way at the bottom of your conference? Do you really need South Carolina State, who hasn't won a game all year? Do you need no. them to show up and get drilled? Not, not really. You could probably avoid it. Okay. Well, I, I, I thought you might uh, find that interesting. It is interesting. I mean, it's going to be interesting the way that, that they all handle it. Uh, but I, I do think it's, it, there's not going to be an across-the-board thing. Because some of these conferences can afford to do, uh, and some of these, like the ACC tournament, is a money maker for the ACC. So will if, it will it be this year though? Depending on how many fans they can get in, I, I don't know. But they'll, I mean, they'll still, yeah, it probably will be because they'll advertise and and they'll have, they'll, I mean, they get paid for it to be on television. Uh, the SWAC tournament that doesn't get, paid, they don't get a, a television contract other than their championship game probably gets aired, and I doubt they get much money for that. For them, it doesn't make a lot of sense. You know, maybe it's a, maybe you do, and I, you know what I wouldn't be opposed to? Some of these conferences, these smaller conferences, saying, listen, our top two teams are going to play a best two out of three. And whichever, whoever wins that, they're going to the tournament. It's, it's, it's a little bit unfair because you're writing the rules as you go. But that's what we've seen kind of has to happen in this in this pandemic age. Like yeah, it, you got to kind of write the rules as we go. And somebody asked why wouldn't top teams just opt out every year? Well, I think the big difference is you don't have a COVID risk every other year. And normally and, you, know, and, you want to be the conference champion. Yeah, and and a lot of times that has to do with seeding. I mean, conference tournaments can affect yep. seeding. And, you know, it's it's a lot of these teams want to be both the regular season and and uh yeah, tournament champ. So, but and and really, like to Baylor, being the the Big Twelve champion is probably more important to Baylor than being the West Coast champion is to Gonzaga, because Gonzaga wins the West Coast Conference every year. Right. Baylor doesn't always win the Big the Big Twelve. Yeah, it's, a, that, it's a big deal for them. The Kansas guys tend to win that. They're thing. pretty good at sports. Yeah. So, um, I can see that, but it's also, uh, yeah, it's just because everything's different this year. So, I'll t- I'll tell you this. Conferences like the ACC, who have North Carolina and Duke, who are borderline to get in. Duke's on the outside. North Carolina is probably a a bubble team right now. They want to have that conference tournament just to give their teams a chance because they want Duke in the tournament. They want North Carolina in the tournament. Right. Scarborough says, why not just slice the tourney in half and only have 32 teams in March and still have the cut? No. The 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 because then there's a big giant asterisk and that's stupid. and and not only that uh, they they lost uh, six hundred million dollars last year not having the tournament they need to do whatever they can to protect the tournament and if that means conference tournaments are out or or modified so be it the the hit that the NCAA took and that these 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 teams took last year is massive so I, I'll I'll yeah, say they will want to have the tournament in full. Yeah, as best they can. Whatever and, you can and do sacrifice conference it. tournaments. That's no big deal if you have to do that. Yep. So, um, 
But yeah, I, I I can't remember the number, but I want to say it was six hundred million dollars that they lost from not having Crazy. a tournament last year. All right, quick break. Please don't go anywhere. It is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5-92.5. You're listening to ESPN 97.5. I don't blame you, Don. is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. And guess what I have? The lineup. No. No. The lineup for Soccer Matters tonight. Ah, yes. Which is even better than herpes. Uh, I would hope. (laughs) uh, Houston Dynamo, Tim Parker who's an MLS veteran defender, acquired this offseason in a trade from the New York Red Bulls. Expected to start from day one. And U.S. men's national team keeper Matt Turner, who is expected to make his debut in Sunday's USA Friendly against Trinidad and Tobago in Orlando. So those oh, I re- thought it was unfair that those guys uh, teamed up. Why does, why does Trinidad get top billing in that? I don't know. It's kind of like, why do, why do I get top billing on the show? Do you? Yeah, it's Fred and AJ. It's not the Blitz with AJ and Fred. Oh, yeah. Never has been. So I'm Trinidad and you're Tobago. I've always thought that bothered me. <laughs> I think it was because I was here first. That's absurd. That's, you know, well, I'll use one of your arguments. That's the way we've always done it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Did you see Cloris Leachman died? Yeah. Yeah. That's... 94 years old. You know what? That's a good run. That is a good run. So. Good for her. It sucks to die, but yeah, dying is not good. But boy, if you give some, you, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what kind of shape I'd be in at ninety four. I probably wouldn't want to be alive. But tell you tell somebody at the beginning, dude, you're going to get ninety four years on this planet. I'd say no thanks, uh, and you'll still be functional at the end. <laughs> I'd raise my hand for that because I don't want to die. I want to live forever. I want to be a vampire Ugh. or an alien. Or a ghost. I don't care. Just something. Um, Lamont says a photo of him in Del Mar. That is a great shot, man. That, that's such a beautiful place. Um, but you know, his is a Canadian stock to watch. We've got a bunch of Canadian stock stuff on there and regular stock stuff. So Twitch today is giving you stock tips. So if you are interested, just jump on over there. Um, do you see... The I we talked about Matthew Stafford and potential trade places. Um not a place I'd thought of, but they make a pretty good case for Matt Stafford to the Patriots. It wouldn't shock me. I mean that's uh, we we talked about oh Matt Stafford deserves better than going to Yeah, you know, some terrible place. I mean if he were to go to New England, he'd have a shot. If new, if Matt Stafford was ever going to win, and he, if Bill Belichick ought to be the guy to do it, right? Yeah, Peter King actually threw that out there. Speaking of fossils, said um, uh, he got his cap in decent shape with one lousy year as a payment. So last year, you know, yeah, now they've got cap room, and the question is, would he be willing to pay the fifteenth overall pick for Stafford? 
Bill Belichick doesn't care about draft picks. Yeah, yeah. He, that's it seems like a good deal for him. Kind of does. So what's he gonna do? He, like the la- and that's I think what Bill definitely doesn't want now is a rookie quarterback. That's the last thing. He yeah, does. yeah. Although I don't know if he even cares about that. Yeah, I, I think he, he really believes he can coach up anybody. That's why they kept trying to trot Jared Stidham out there. But what I'm saying is with with Brady getting to the Super Bowl now. The narrative is that, well, now we know who is really steering that ship. Right. Uh, I wouldn't count he the- wants. I think he wants to get back in the mix and yeah. having Jared Stidham or, you know, Trey Lance or Mac Jones or whoever out there isn't going to get the ship righted real fast. Yeah, that may be fair. I kind of feel like, yeah, he, he'll be motivated next year to come back oh, yeah. and, and kick everybody's butt but the Chiefs and the Ravens and the Bills. In the text, no, never mind, never mind. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I hope Matt Stafford winds up someplace like that. Also, I don't know if you tell us, but uh, Devontae Smith wants to go to Miami and team back up with Tua to run it back. Who does? Devontae Smith. Oh, that well, kinda, he wants to get picked very high. Well, I think he's going to. I do, too. I mean, maybe that's his way of saying, I don't really want to play for the Jets. Well, maybe. Maybe. Jets, please, like, because normally a guy he could go number two overall, Devontae Smith. It wouldn't shock anyone if if the Jets said, "Okay, we're taking Devontae Smith." In fact, Mel Kiper's mock draft said Devontae Smith. So if you don't want to go to the Jets, yeah, what do you say? Well, he might be, nor- might well, be playing with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, normally these guys come out and they say, "Listen, I'll just be happy to go wherever that wherever whoever wants me. That's where I want to be. I'll be happy to be there." Because you don't want to turn off a fan base by saying, "I want to play for the the team with the sixth pick." Because then, if you get picked by the team with the fourth pick, it's always like, well, he really wanted to be there. Normally, you don't do things like that. Say, I want to I want to be picked by the team with the third pick because now Jets fans are already going to be against you. And that's, in New York, that's not a great thing. Yeah, but he's also talking about a guy he played with, though. But yeah. I mean, it's 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 a little different. It's like, oh, man, two and I, let's run it back. You know? That'd have been better or worse if, like, Clyde Edwards-Alaire last year was like, you know what? I know running backs are undervalued. I don't need to go at the top of the first. Like, don't waste a pick on me. Wait till wait till the third round. I'll be there. And his agent was talking to the Chiefs the whole time. He's like, yeah, Super Bowl. <laughs> I um, I do wonder if where Jamar Chase is going to go in this mix. He's got to be up there, right? It's easy to forget about him because he didn't win the Heisman and he didn't play last year. But that guy is going to be a stud, I think. Yeah. So, you imagine if somebody takes him over the Heisman winner and people are questioning it, right. he might turn out to be the better player. Might be. So, it's just, there's a lot of those opt-out guys that everybody forgot about that, that also will be hard to judge because he, you know, you didn't get an extra year to learn whether or not, especially with all those other guys gone, you know, what kind of receiver he would have been for him. But, I think that that's, boy, the draft's going to be interesting Except for the Texans. <laughs> yeah, that's another reason. Okay, this is selfish. You guys can make fun of me for this. Another reason why I'd really like one of these deals to come through. Could actually pay attention to the draft. Yeah. And especially if they've got two picks in the first round and they get a player, and you're like, okay, so that changes the needs a little bit. You know, and I think if it were me, I would, uh, and I'm the Texans, I probably. I don't know if I want the young quarterback as part of the deal or if I just want 
picks and other players, and then I'll go out and, and get a quarterback. Because there'll be a few available. And somebody's asking, why why wouldn't you like the uh, Chase Young draft pick? Not Chase Young. Uh, Bosa draft pick Garoppolo. I just don't want You don't Garoppolo. like Garoppolo. Yeah, I don't want Garoppolo. I think I think you get the most out Garoppolo's of, cuttable anyway. I mean it doesn't really Yeah, matter. but I mean so but don't don't count it as an asset in a trade yeah. to me. Uh, I'd, I'd have to sit down and take a harder look at what other players you have that are under on smaller contracts that might make sense. But I do think uh Yeah, I wouldn't mind Bosa and a bunch of picks, but I need I need more from you than that. And I, I just don't know that you have enough. And and don't and you can't count Garoppolo as an asset in that deal. He's a throw in. OT says Devontae Smith may be Will Fuller. He needs to gain some weight. I think he's better than Fuller. But you know, receivers, that's an, that's another real question mark position. Yeah. I mean, guys look fantastic in college and they get like uh I still think Jalen Waddle's a safer play than I think he's a better NFL receiver than Devontae Smith. I think it's probably fair. Because we didn't get much, we didn't get to see much of him this year, and what we did see but was going into the going into the season, we all assumed Jalen Waddle was the best receiver in the in college football. Yeah, well, and we don't know what Jamar Chase is right now, and, and there's a lot of guys that go up go very high that wind up not being worth a damn. Like Corey Davis has been a functional receiver for the Titans, but he's not a top ten in the draft guy for him. Yeah, and I thought he would be. I, I'm surprised that. He hasn't become a better player. So, and Rain Man says, as an LSU grad, I don't blame him for sitting out. He got him a championship. Why play during the Rona season? No, I, I don't think anybody's blaming him for sitting out. I think it was the right decision for him. Yeah. And I think it, it, these guys that didn't want to play this year, I mean, no problem with that. And, boy, he didn't miss much of a season from LSU. So... 713-780-ESPN is your number. Yeah, Patriots were actually 7-9 and nine last year. It, it, doesn't it feel like they were a hell of a lot worse than that? Yes. It, because, I mean, their their offense was that horrible. So it was – they were an ugly team to watch. They they won more games than you, you would have thought if you watched them play. You're like, wow, this was a really bad team. Yeah. Well, they lost to the Texans. So yeah, that, that's, that should be <laughs> – Yeah. But – um. I think uh, it, it's going to be interesting. I don't think you're going to see as many quarterback changes. Aaron Rodgers came out and kind of threw some water on this. And I knew that was going to happen because, you know, when you ask a guy right after a game like that, especially Rodgers, who is also a drama queen, yeah, that's what you're going to get. Oh, I don't know what my future is. And of course, he backed down from it now. That's why I hate when we overreact to postgame stuff from guys. Well, sometimes after we have a bad show, I say, I don't know where I'm going to work tomorrow. I don't know where I'll be. Won't be here, though. I do that every day. I know. Then yeah, usually, I, some usually we're back the next day. <laughs> oh, well. No, I mean, I think there's any time where you lose, especially after a season like that. Where you well, have, that's a frustrating loss. Yeah, it is. And they were the team. They were supposedly the team to beat. And, you know, they probably, if they go for it on that fourth down and Rodgers, of course, I think he needs to be frustrated with himself for not running that ball, but that that's another story. But I get a guy's frustration after a game like that. I really do. So I don't I mean, I'm not going to make a national story out of it 
that he responded that way. But that's what that's what we have to do. We have to make it a national story. And oh, suddenly the Packers may be in play. Do you trade Rodgers for Watson? Woo! Ah, man, it, it's you know he's if he doesn't retire, yeah. And um, and I I think after the year he just had, he's he isn't really slowing down right now. You know what I just realized? Because I was just saying the Packers were the team to beat. Had the Packers won that game, the two teams that got the first week by would have been in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And you were talking about how unfair it was. I would have been talking about how unfair it was. But guess what? You can't do that. I can't do it now. So, there. Uh, Steel Curtain says Kyle Pitts is an animal. I think he's going to be the one of the best tight ends in the league quickly. I, 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 I agree with that assessment. He's amazing. I mean, Kyle Trask got a lot of credit. Kyle Trask did a lot of just throw it up and go get it, big boy. Nope. All righty. I think Kyle Trask is good. Uh, uh, I do, I too. I, I don't think he's a first-round pick good. No, but I think he's more of a project guy. But a lot of his a lot of his best plays came doing that. All right, quick break. We only have one segment left. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz for the last segment of the day. Wow. That's it? That snuck up on Another me. show down. Well, first we have to talk about other things that are down. Famous deaths. Dead folks. People who have passed away. All right. We'll start with January 22nd, 2020. Terry Jones, founder, one of the Monty Python co-founders, dead at 77. Those guys are starting to fall off on us. Uh, Mary Tyler Moore in 2017 dies at 80. It's a good run. Not bad. I still would have it 80. Uh, of course you would. 2016, Abe Vigoda. Barney Miller and the Godfather, dead at 94. Dead a lot sooner than that in, uh, when Michael took care of all the family business. Yeah. It was never personal, Mike. 2012, Joe Paterno was touched by the icy hand of oh, death at no. the age of 85. Uh, 2015, Ernie Banks, dead at 83. He said, let's play two, and God said, nah, that's it. You've had enough. Uh, 1983, Paul Bear Bryant, dead at 69. <laughs> 69. <sighs> okay. Here's our political figures. 1973, Lyndon B. Johnson, 36th U.S. President. Apparently number one in the all-time presidential hog rankings. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's legendary for that. Wrap it around. A, a, Although Calvin Coolidge never uh, you know, bragged about his. But well, also, if I had it like that, I'd okay, brag about Okay, here's a, 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 an interesting question. Where does he rank among the Texas presidents? Because we had a couple of Bushes. Oh, Bushes. If we had more Bushes, LBJ, is that it? I think Eisenhower, so. Eisenhower, maybe? I don't no, think so. I don't think Eisenhower was from here. I think that's it. I'll go Bush Bush Senior Johnson Jr. Okay. Uh in forty one Caligula. I, I remember watching one of the well, was there another one? Did I miss a guy? 
No, I think y'all were right. Okay. I think Eisenhower was born in Texas, but I don't think he was like, yeah. he, I don't think he's a Texas guy. Uh, 1993, Thurgood Marshall, dead at 84. All right, let's see. 1803, Arthur Guinness. Care to guess what he founded? Mm. The Guinness Book of World Records. No. He founded Guinness Brewery. Oh. Or he was also the father of Alec Guinness from Star from Star, uh, Star Wars. Excuse me. Let's see. Uh, most of these guys suck. Here, how about Salvador Dali in 1989? Uh, dies of heart failure at 84. 1986. Here's a good one for you. L. Ron Hubbard, oh, founder of the Scientology cult. Yeah. Dead at 74. I think the aliens came. Did he really him. die, though? I don't think he did. All right. Let's uh, flip the page here. Um, let's go to our best deaths. Boy, this is a long list of best deaths. Uh, let's see if uh, let's see if uh, you just put some on there because I bitched at you from not putting on the best deaths or if these are really best deaths. 2008, Heath Ledger, drug overdose at 28. I'm going to miss that joker. Uh, Hank Aaron this week. That's a good one. That is a good one. All right. 2005, Johnny Carson, dead at 79. That's a good death. Also this week, Larry King. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk uh, about dead that. Dead at 87. Dude had more wives than I've had. I can't believe it. But he it's made it to 87, so... I still have time. Uh, maybe. Okay, that's another one that belongs on the list. So far, so good. 1965, Winston Churchill. We will fight in the streets. Uh, he stopped fighting at the age of 90. Good run, though. Yeah, for, it's a hell of a run. For a hefty man. For be a great big fat person. Boy, have you seen the, uh, the commercials time. for Clarice? Yeah, they look interesting. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I'm going to give it a shot. It's network, but I'm going to watch it. I've well, watched a network TV show I'll, in a while. I'll tell you what, I've been watching The Stand, which is on the CBS app. Uh-huh. And like Stephen King's The Stand. Yeah, they redid it. It's actually really good. All right. So I'm gonna try it. And I, I kind of like these app only shows because they, they're more gritty. They're not I like that. Okay, so we still got some great deaths here. Nineteen eighty nine, Ted Bundy. Dead at forty two. That was a shocker. Ding 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 ding. Nineteen uh forty seven. Dying of syphilis at the age of 48, Al Capone. Ooh, not a good run. No. I mean, it's one thing to die. It's nothing to have your penis fall off. Right. Uh, I nine, mean, once that happens, do you really want to live? Uh, probably not. 1962, maybe number one on my all-time gangster list, Charles Lucky Luciano, All dead right. at 65. Uh, Kobe Bryant, 2020. 1993, Andre the Giant. Maybe Great, number one on my wrestler. wrestler of all time. Yeah, died of heart Undisputed failure. Undisputed greatest wrestler of all time. Uh, died of heart failure at 49. The only thing that could stop him. Okay, so all these deaths belong. Here's probably your, your weakest link. You, sir, are the weakest link. Goodbye, J.D. Salinger. But he did write Catch on the Rye, which is... Died in 2010 at the age of 91. I wonder if a body caught a body in... <laughs> All right, here's your porn star. Uh, January 23rd, 2018, Cherry Poppins, 35 years old. That's a great name. It is. Died of? Uh, how old? 35. 
Car accident. Drug overdose. Oh, oh, I should have known with Cherry Poppins. Yeah. Cherry Poppins. I like it. Uh, 2019, Megan Reese, 34 years old, died from... Uh, I'll, I'll go overdose again. It died from complications of, from pneumonia, which she probably caused by drug use, so probably an overdose. I'm Maybe it was a, the Roni. Uh, Could have been. I'm going to give you the point for it. Uh, it's COVID-14. This is one of my other favorites. Th- th- this is probably the best week of names between Cherry Poppins and Anna Molly. Oh, yeah. 38 years old. Uh, murdered? A car accident. So murdered by a car. So, right. yes, you get the point. As long and, as it was, if it was a one car accident, it's a suicide. But, yeah. Otherwise, it's murder. But it says she died tragically in yes. a car accident. I remember being just devastated. 38 years old. So... Uh, and finally, as we know, 38's a good run for a porn star. It is a great run. <laughs> uh, not a good run, 28. Uh, no. Callison Hart, 2017. Gal or a, or a fella? Well, I'm guessing it, I'm guessing it's a female because I don't think Aaron's ever put a... Murdered dip. by a pimp. Cause of death unknown, so you get a point All for right. that, sir. There you go, and those are your deaths. I have too much fun with those, I, I, I admit. You celebrate too hard. You don't know how much trouble I go through to try to find how these people died because a lot of their families already don't like that they were in porn, so they don't want anything de- any details published. So I start going through like old Facebook posts and old Twitter captions just to see if I can figure out exactly what it was. Do you ever go to Pornhub and look up Anna Molly or Cherry Poppins? I haven't looked up those, but I've looked up previous stars. Because if she were only 35 in 2018, I bet you Poppins is on the hub. I'm yeah. not, I was about to look, but I'm on a work computer. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I'm not going to pull a Nick. Cherry Poppins. So no, Anna Molly was 2006, so I bet she is not on the hub. Uh, I I don't know. That, that's that's a little too. Yeah. Long. So just some some details here, like Dwight Dwight Eisenhower when he went to the presidency, he represented Kansas. He like grew up in Kansas, just like the Bushes represent Texas. Not born in Texas. They're right. they're Yankee folk. But we'll claim the Bushes. But they represented Texas when they ran. So, But LBJ, I'm pretty sure, born and raised. Yep. The one true Texan president, we would have to call him then. I, I feel like the Bushes acted pretty Texan. They went to Harvard. Mm, it's true. Hey, you know what? So did David Gow. He's a Texan. Yale. All right. That's going to wrap it up. Great, great job, Aaron. Great job, AJ. Pretty good job, me. I'm not going to lie. Uh, We will do it again tomorrow. Got Soccer Matters coming up next. Make sure you check that out. Till tomorrow. Stay sportsy, bitches. You're listening to ESPN 97.5. We're taking a break. Okay. That's good.